apologize. I had to run an emergency wake protocol. You should begin to feel optimal in a moment. Or, uh, what? Captain, there has been an explosion in the loading bay. I am sorry to report that we have lost some vital supplies. <laughs> Sir, I believe you may be suffering some effects from the rapid wake protocol. I will awaken the rest of the crew. Please remain calm. Initiating standard wake procedure. coming out of deep sleep. And <clears throat> this is not the correct protocol. Something's wrong. What is going on? Are, are we going to die? Captain? Where's the captain? Attention, please. I apologize for the uh, unpleasant and early awakening. We have an emergency situation on our hands. An explosion on deck C has caused significant damage to parts of the ship, and I am trapped on the bridge. Oh my god, did we lose the O2 scrubbers? Don't panic, Jess. What exploded? And where are we? Are we close to Earth? Please, hold your questions for a moment and let me finish. The AI did an emergency wake procedure for me, and I got to the bridge. Unfortunately, there were further explosions. The bridge doors do not currently work, so I'm trapped in here. But I've got you on video feed. Aura says the door is fixable. Also, I've been injured. I'm okay temporarily, but will need to be put into a medical coma within the next hour. Captain, are you okay? What happened to you? I got knocked around. I have a concussion, some internal bleeding, and some cracked ribs. But, but that is not our biggest problem. The explosion on the loading deck ruptured both our water and oxygen recyclers and damaged various electronic systems. We are two years out from Earth with very limited supplies. According to Aura's calculations, we do have enough air and water to get us home. Thank God. But, but not enough for all of us to be awake. Great. I'll go back to deep sleep. Oh, you would. Julia's never miss a chance to let someone else do the work. Congratulations, Clary. You figured me out. Must be that big brain of yours. People, please, this is serious. The problem is the ship is damaged, and the AI can no longer navigate without human assistance. My injuries prevent me from being the one who oversees the rest of her journey. We need someone to stay awake for the next two years, while everyone else goes back to sleep. Apparently we have 13 minutes to decide as all of us are being awake as rapidly depleting our oxygen supplies. We need to get people back to deep sleep quickly or none of us will make it. So, someone needs to be awake and alone on the ship for two whole years? That is correct, Mr. Cleary. Waking anyone from deep sleep twice in 30 months will greatly increase their risk of subdural hematoma. You have 12 minutes left to decide. How can we possibly decide who it should be? We, we can figure this out, Bales. Maybe we could just do some sort of random draw. Aura could do that for us. Maybe we should think about who would be best for the job instead of getting the computer to roll a dice. 
I mean, there's already been a major problem and no one can be woken again. So whoever it is has to deal with whatever happens on their own. That's a good point, Bales. Normally the task would fall to the XO, but after the incident with the mining rig, that's no longer an option. And they'll somehow have to stay sane. I mean, I think we might all be getting a little tired of each other, but two years of isolation? Brock has a point. What if we let the AI decide, but not randomly? After all, it's supposed to be an expert system on interpersonal affairs and supposedly knows us better than we know ourselves. It's tracking our pressure and stress levels all the time, right? So it must know who is best suited. That is correct, and I could offer some advice. However, I feel that having someone choose this task of his or her own free will is likely to contribute to the success of our mission. <laughs> nice thought, Aura, but I'm not sure we're going to have any volunteers. Anyone? Yeah, that's what I thought. Give us a minute to think, Julias. This is kind of a big deal. It is necessary to make a decision soon, Jess. Captain, are you sure you're okay? Uh, I'll be fine if we can just get this sorted out ASAP. Well, it's a shitty job, but we need to figure it out. So let's try again. Does anyone volunteer? I note that although no one has volunteered themselves, you are all looking at Bales. Look, looking at me? Why? Bales, it, it looks like people think you'd be best suited for it. You are competent in stressful situations and have a variety of technical skills. Uh, thanks, but I can't do it. Why not? Someone has to. Come on, Bales. You'd probably be great for it. Captain, I can't do it. On the contrary, I believe you'd be a great candidate. My psychological profile suggests that you would have a high chance of success in this particular scenario. You are emotionally resilient. You have... Captain... I can't because I'm pregnant. What? Wait a minute. I'll have the baby if I don't go back to deep sleep. I'm not going to do that alone. Aura, you can scan our medical states. Is this true? That is outside the standard monitoring protocol. But I can. Yes, it is true. <sighs> Who's the father? Bit of a personal question, Brock. But if you must know, Captain Mercer's the father. <laughs> What's going on here? Mercer, you didn't know? He did know. How could you forget? James, I don't think you're okay. Yeah, that's a heck of a thing to forget. Perhaps the blow to his head caused more mental damage than I realized. Sorry, I just... Julianne, what are you doing to the door? Just trying the manual override, because I think something's going on here, and I want to get to the bridge. There, let's try it now. Captain Mercer? James? Aura, what is going on here? Where's Captain Mercer? He's not here? Well, I don't see him, Brock, do you? The bridge is not that big. He can't exactly be hiding under one of the consoles. But what? Where is he? Aura, please locate the captain. I knew something was up. Either he's somewhere else on the ship, or the AI has been imitating his voice. But he said he was on the bridge. Why would he lie? If the AI has been imitating him, then perhaps he didn't lie at all, Brock. He may not even be still alive. Aura, we demand that you tell us the truth. Is the captain dead? Dead? Oh no, James! What? Not the captain? Yes. No. 
Please remain calm. Captain Mercer is not dead, but I have been imitating him. Why? Where is he? When the explosions occurred, I initiated the rapid wake protocol for the captain, as per Explorer Corps policy. However, the captain suffered a subdural hematoma during the process. I had his stasis bed return him to a medically induced coma in the hope that he can be cured when we get back to Earth. But why were you pretending to be him? So we wouldn't panic. Well, that didn't work. What are we going to do? <sighs> Jess, it's okay. We'll figure this out. We're going to make the correct decision, just as the AI intended. Julianne's is correct. I apologize for the deception, but I judge that most people would be negatively impacted emotionally by the captain's state, and would therefore be less able to reason about who needs to stay awake. You have only eight minutes left to decide, or there will not be enough supplies to keep all of you alive. Just so you know, Aura, the countdown probably isn't helping the panic thing either. Juliaz, will you take this seriously? We have to think. What are we going to do? Well, we have to figure out a way to make a decision that no one wants to make. I'm sorry, but it can't be me. I need to put this pregnancy back on pause, and I need to know more about James's condition. Fails. All I can tell you is that I've done the best I can to keep him stabilized until we reach Earth. The captain will be okay, Bales. I'm sure of it. Just try to stay calm. I will try to assist you. Based on your past experiences with each other, who do you think will be most able to withstand the tedium and social isolation? They must also be responsible to make logistical or tactical or technical decisions that might be required. Well, I don't think that's me. I don't want to do it, so you probably don't want me watching over your sorry asses. I don't know if any of us want to do it. Well, while I'm not an Explorer Corps employee, I am the UN Science Envoy. And so I'm probably the most qualified to deal with any given situation that occurs. Yeah, maybe. As you likely know, I have advanced degrees in both astro- Actually, Cleary, the one time you tried to assist me with the mining rig, you caused a cascade of failures which led to the death of our XO. Yeah, you're not exactly a pro with the day-to-day hands-on stuff. Also, I wouldn't want you taking care of my life support systems. Why not? Because you care about people about as much as I do. Not bloody much. Well, I... I suppose I am more used to working with scientists than mechanics and technicians. I do not want to add undue urgency to your discussion, but you have six minutes remaining to come to a decision. Okay, so Bales is out, and maybe Clary's not the most hands-on, so he's out. So that leaves us three. I already said I don't want to, so I'm not doing it. Yeah, but none of us want to be awake alone for two friggin' years with just an AI to talk to and a half-blown-apart ship. It's, it's just something that has to happen. Rest assured that I am programmed for conversation on many topics. Okay, I know we didn't really talk about what brought us here before, but I think we need to know about it now, if we are putting our lives in someone's hands. I mean, we all know that no one signs up for a 10-year mission while 35 years pass on Earth without a pretty good push. Fine. Why don't you go first, then, sweetheart? Did you come for Captain Mercer? Well, my past doesn't really matter right now, but no, I didn't know James before. I, uh, basically, I didn't make the cut for the UN science program, and so I knew this was the only way I'd ever be able to get off planet. I know it sounds corny, but I've always wanted to, like, go to space. Well, it's... 
really a tough program. And things weren't working out so well in some of my relationships either. Jess, I think you'd be good for it. You can fix anything and you don't mind being alone, right? Um, thanks, I think. I I am pretty comfortable with most of the ship's systems. Okay, uh, but what's your story? How'd you end up here? Uh, well, I don't know. It just sort of happened. I... I don't always deal the best when I'm surrounded by people I don't know. I had a panic attack during my first placement, but I love to work on gear, so I was thinking about where I could work in a place where there'd just be a few people and lots of machines to keep me busy. So you picked a ship where you'd be with the same people for a decade or so and never have to deal with anyone new. Well, it seemed like a decent plan, but now that we're running out of air, I'm a bit less sure. What about you, Julias? Oh, you know, the usual. I did some gambling and had some debts that I couldn't pay or weasel out of. So I figure if I'm gone for 35 years Earth time, certain people in my life might be dead when I get back. And if not, I should have banked enough interest from the Explorer Corps down payment to move past a few obstacles. Current estimates are that all but one of you needs to be in deep sleep in less than three minutes. Okay, but maybe we shouldn't pick the sociopathic gambler. Or the incompetent, arrogant scientist. Okay, Brock, you're the last one. Well, I'm a bit like Julia's, I guess. I had a drug habit, and I had a kid, a son named Kendrick. And it sort of spiraled out of control. I did some time, and then I got some loans when I couldn't get off the stuff. I got clean because I wanted to see my kid again, but... I had some bills that I was never going to be able to pay, so you know the rest. You sign your life over to Exploracore for ten years. But when you get back, your kid... I know. We'll be about the same age. And I've never really been his father, but it was the only thing I could see. I just... It was the only shot I had. Two minutes. Alright, enough with the sob stories. Shall we put it to a vote? No one wants to vote for you, Clary. Well... Jess, I'll do it if people want, but maybe you're the best one for it. Oh, maybe. I mean, I could try. I I don't know. If I'm left alone with only my own thoughts for two years, I mean, I have social anxiety, but I can be a bit obsessive too, and... we noticed. Clary does have the most scientific background. Well, thank you. It should be Brock. He actually has something he really wants to get back for. And he's a decent guy. He's not going to unplug anyone. Yeah, you'll take care of us, right, Brock? Well, I'd do anything to get back and see my son. So if this is what it's going to take... One moment, Brock. I observed that you went back to Deck C during the prep for deep sleep. You were not authorized to be on the loading deck at that time, and you opened an access panel in the room where the explosion occurred. I need to know what you were doing on that deck before you take over this ship. Brock? Did you do that? Are you smuggling something? Yeah, maybe you've still got some bills to pay. Are you looking to score a big hit of something when we land? No, I, I just... Your blood pressure is elevated, and your heart rate has increased. Well, of course. You're accusing me of blowing up our ship. Okay, so what were you doing? It was just a souvenir. I wanted to have something to give to Kendrick. Something to show him I've been thinking about him all this time. So I took a small bit of that black gem stuff. The surrender bite? Yes. It's not dangerous or anything. I just knew there was no way Explorer Corps would let me keep anything that came from their moon. 
and they would find it if it was in the loading bay. Obviously, I couldn't take anything alien into our crew space. It actually violates UN conventions as well. So what? He stowed a trinket away for his kid. It's not a bad plan. Well, it is illegal. Yeah, but if it's not a danger to us... It does not seem likely that Surrenderbite could be responsible for the explosion. Time is up. You must return to the stasis pods immediately. But I... is that it? You guys are good with this? Better you than me. It's fine. You'll do great. You got this. Fine with me. Let's get this over with. Come check our vitals once we're under, and then just listen to what the AI says. I didn't give up ten years of my life just to die when it was about to restart. Okay. Hurry up, everyone. Enter deep sleep and vitals are within normal parameters. However, your heart rate and blood pressure are elevated. Do you need a sedative? Oh man, this is it. Just me, for two years. You will have me, of course. As I mentioned, I am programmed for conversation on many topics. Oh right. Thanks, Aura. From my observations, you have a strong moral character which will be an especially important characteristic. Because I must admit to another deception. What? There's more? The 13-minute timeline was essentially arbitrary. It is possible that we will not have enough life support resources to reach Earth. What do you mean? Depending on a number of factors as we progress toward Earth, there is a 43% chance that at least one member of the crew will have to be disconnected in order to ensure the others can live. And I'm gonna have to make that decision? The rest of the crew believed you would make responsible choices, and I cannot willingly choose to terminate a human life. Of course, it may not come to that. But it might. Indeed. In any case, you will have ample time to decide. Now, what would you like to talk about first? I will be interested to run some of my less-used conversational subroutines. Oh, man. Two years. We hope you enjoyed To Sleep, A Chance to Dream, an original audio drama written by Bruce Miller, with additional writing by Sherry D. Ramsey. Special thanks go to the Cape Breton Highlands Academy Grade 12 drama students who helped with plotting and character development. In the cast, you heard Emily Ramsey as Aura, Gary McKeegan as Captain Mercer and Clary, Megan Howitson as Julianne, Sherry Ramsey as Jess, Brooke Ramsey as Brock, and Krista Miller as Bales. Sound editing, special effects, and music by Bruce Miller, who also produced and directed this podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, Explorer is always hiring. If you need to escape Earth for 35 years or so, drop by one of our many recruiting offices to find out if space travel is for you. This is Aura, your Explorer companion. 
going offline for now.